0: Welcome to Terrific Tips for Business, where we help you catch the ideas that stick. The point of the podcast is to help you overcome hurdles so you can master your business. I'm your host, Terry Watkins, owner and chief idea catcher at SpinFrogs Consulting, where I work with small business owners to find the pitfalls in their marketing and lift them to success. Let's get to the show. Welcome to another terrific Tips for Business. Why? Because you can't spell terrific without Terry. And I'm your host. Thanks for joining us today. I am so excited, guys. I just love my Fridays because I get to spend the day with amazing people and having amazing conversations that you all listeners get to be a fly on the wall for. I think it's pretty cool. Anyway, today I have a special guest with me because her name is Terry too. So it's double terrific. How cool is that? <laughs> uh, Terry Lynn Phillips. It's Phillips, right? It is. Yay, I said it right. Um, she is an amazing, amazing individual. She's done some really cool things, including hosting her own podcast, and I believe that's called Chaos, isn't it? It is. Yeah, <laughs> and that oh has an acronym, which we're going to hear all about, too, I'm sure, today. So I look forward to sharing <laughs> that with you. But I met Terry Lynn through a Facebook group, guys, networking events. You know, it's amazing. My network has expanded like a hundredfold since this whole stay at home thing has come come to pass. And I'm like, I just want to network virtually the rest of my life. Like, this is the way.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> um, so let me introduce you to Terry Lynn because she's such a cool individual. You're going to just want to know about her and then, why she's here today is going to become pretty clear, okay? So she has four degrees, y'all, four, and it's an IT accounting and business, and she's got both um, bachelor's degrees and master's degrees, and right now, she's working on pursuing her doctoral degree in business administration. Oh, <laughs> so she just is the super brain over here. And and we're so excited to tap this knowledge. Or crazy, one or the other. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of both. It's strange how thin that line is. Sometimes. <laughs> um, and she's working on building, guys, an admin training program. There's a free version out there right now that's currently available, so you might want to jump in on it while it's still free, just saying, Um, but her admin training program is off the chain. It's going to help you make sure that your administrative assistant is doing everything you need them to do the right way the first time so that you're not having to redo it and redo it over and over again. Nobody likes doing the same thing over and over again. It's insanity. (laughs) (laughs) So where did she get this knowledge, right? She's been a VA and an admin assistant for 40 years, guys. She's been in business for herself since 1992. So I'm going to take some business advice from, from Ms. Terry here. She knows what's going on. She's also been a bookkeeper for 12 years, and she's helped hundreds of small business clients and business professionals just like you. And she's also a business consultant, has been a business consultant for over 40 years. So please join me in giving a warm welcome to Miss Terry Lynn Phillips. Thanks for being here today.
1: Thank you, Miss Terry. Man, you make me sound fabulous. You are fabulous, girl. I'm so glad you're here. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, we, we got to network, and that was pretty cool that we got to got to meet each other over networking. So networking really works.
0: It really does. And growing your network now is, I think, has never been easier um, to expand and meet new people outside of your physical area. So if you're not networking virtually, gosh, you're missing out on some amazing, incredible people.
1: And we're having a ball too. We're just having a ball all over the place. I mean, where do you get to network in different states, like on the West Coast and you live on the East Coast?
0: Right. It's, it's wonderful. It just doesn't <laughs> happen. But I've been to networking events out in Washington State. I live in North Carolina. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, For them, it is. it's like the butt crack of dawn, right? It's 7.30 in the morning. And forget it. I'm not getting up at <laughs> 7.30 in the morning. But
1: for me, it's 10. So I'm like,
0: <laughs> I can do that.
1: That's what I love about having clients like in California. They're like, okay, uh, I, I can do 9 o'clock. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do your 9 o'clock. It's noon. <laughs> totally. Totally dig your nine o'clock. I mean, it it's a no-brainer to network and to be virtually. It's it's like when COVID hit and everybody was pivoting to virtual. I was like, oh yeah, welcome to my world. Oh yeah, welcome to my world. You yeah. know, every woman having problems with having to stay home. And I'm like, what is the big deal? Oh right, you don't know anything about this. So now you have to self-entertain. <laughs> uh-huh. You have to prioritize on your own. Now you have to manage your own self. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have to be dedicated. You have to be committed. You have to be on time. And you have to have backup measures like today when my computer just froze. And I said, Ah, be right back. Uh-huh. I've been doing it for years, but I had to listen to other people, which I'm used to doing with being in business for myself to understand that this stay at home, this work from home, this virtual thing. Oh yeah. That's a whole different bonus stuff for other people. And I had to understand that. So I tried to bring about tips and tricks and things for managing at home. Like give yourself regular hours, those eight to five hours that you had at somebody else's place. Yeah. Keep it for yourself and stick to it. And don't let people creep in and out of your hours. That's one way of managing your work mentally. Because you know, like at five o'clock, you are off. And you you have to teach people how to treat you, including your clients. Yes. When you have clients that are on the West Coast and you live on the East Coast, you might have to extend your hours to seven. But that's it. That's all. It's like, get it in. And was it Tim Ferriss that has the four day work week? Mm -hmm. I love it. When I read it, I was like, "Mm yeah, we're going to do Monday through Thursday from now on. Fridays is about, about it's appointment only. I'm not unavailable, but I have to get some work done sometimes. Yeah, it was cool. It's been pretty cool. And Pivoting, having my clients get in touch with me for ideas of how to pivot, how to go virtual. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I I love
0: it. So what's been probably the most fun with that? Because I know pivoting is a big topic. We've talked about pivoting a lot on this show. What's been kind of the most fun that you've had with helping a business owner make that, that adjustment for them?
1: That when they listen, it works. And they are so elated. It's almost like a kid at Christmas. Like, I never thought I could do that. I never thought about that. I know, but you've had a virtual assistant for like four years. <laughs> you've been actually working virtually with someone for four years. Now let's put that into a system for your business. Yeah. And when it works, oh my goodness. So that's been the most fun.
0: Yeah. seeing those light bulb moments of this is really possible. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, that's one of my favorite things too. As a (laughs) marketing consultant, I love being able to be like, Hey, so, okay. Your business is really struggling right now because finding people to pay you for your services is getting harder. The longer people are out of work. So how are we serving them and coming up with new creative strategies for that and having business owners be like, oh, there's a whole new revenue stream right here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's been there the whole time. You're just now seeing it because of the circumstance. It's beautiful. It's brilliant.
1: Isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny how our happiness and our rewards come in serving and in them being successful. Yeah. Often people say, well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And, you know, what's what's your process? I don't have any. I work the way you work. Yeah. That's my secret sauce. We do three months. We figure out if we're a match, I figure out how to work with you. And if I can, because there are some people I (laughs) can't. And after three months, if we're both happy, both of us are happy. Then we rock. Keep on going. (laughs) exactly yeah so
0: why why did you decide to do virtual as virtual assisting when there's so many other things that you and your brain can do I didn't mean it
1: <laughs> uh when I was in the Washington metropolitan area because I'm a Washingtonian I was born and raised in Washington DC I raised my family in Baltimore I graduated in Columbia, Maryland. So in that corridor, I gained clients that I was actually going into their office and doing things, but I started doing things for them at home, like PowerPoint presentations and Word documents and building database. Well, when I moved to Atlanta, because I gave people six months lead time, I gave my clients someone else to work with, they wouldn't leave. They said, we were just going, we're going to have to figure this out because I can't give you up. So when I moved to Atlanta in 1997, I became a virtual assistant, which there was no title for it back then. Oh, wow. Because yeah. Then there was no internet. There were not a lot of software. So I was using faxing, FedEx, UPS. Mm -hmm. phone calls you know we didn't have cell phones we couldn't send pictures i mean we do here's my model for virtual assistants you ready virtual assistants do it anyway anyway
0: Ah, true (laughs) they will find a way to do it anyway anyway and anywhere
1: oh yeah now (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah. And so that's how I became a virtual assistant my clients would not let me go I still have a couple of my original clients how amazing back. is that absolutely that's they call so me cool. and say are you still around <laughs> yep I'm still right here <laughs> yep hey you got me you got my phone number <laughs> yeah. and you can google me and find my phone number online
0: yeah what given where where you are and what you're doing right now, I know we're we're all in a really interesting time and space with this whole COVID Corona thing. It's 2020, and uh, now we've got uh, twin hurricanes hitting Florida. I don't know what whoever had twin hurricanes for August wins, they, <laughs> bingo, um, <laughs> right? So with all this crazy stuff, like what's been the biggest challenge that you or your clients have been experiencing throughout all of this?
1: Uh, I want to say overwhelm. Mm. That's always a issue when my clients come to me, but I see overwhelm like I've never seen it before. Mm. How so? Well, when COVID hit, you know, people were like, I got to hold on to my money. I don't know what's going to happen. My income just stopped. Mm. Then we had, you know, everybody's going to die because that's how we all felt. Everybody's going to die. Then we had, well, only the high risk are going to die. And you know, we had the New York thing where they were putting bodies in a trailer. Oh my God, because they were dying so fast Mm. because the CDC did some bad testing and killed a bunch of folks Mm. and it just spread like wildfire The business stopped and people's hearts stopped because the business was their love. Mm -hmm. That was what they loved to do. That's what they spent 24 hours either doing or thinking about doing or figuring out how to do. It's like they were heartbroken Mm -hmm. and then they were afraid, not only for themselves, but their family. And you lump that into you know, how am I going to eat tomorrow? How am I going to pay my bills? And mm-hmm. what about my love? What about my business? Yeah. So I got a lot of questions like, you know, are we going to still work together? Um, do you know how this is going to work? Do you, you know, it, and overwhelm causes chaos.
0: Mm-hmm. There's that word.
1: Fortunately, chaos. Creates Habits and Outstanding Success.
0: Yes, there's the acronym. A- ac- I love it. Yes. <laughs> Chaos mm-hmm. Creates.
1: Creating Habits and Outstanding Success. Oh.
0: Habits and Outstanding Success. That's C-H-A-O-S.
1: so true. A-O-S. yes.
0: Yeah. And, and doesn't everything that we do create a habit... But when we're in something for an extended period of time, it doesn't actually take very long to create new habits. I know there's this like 21-day rule. I think it's less than that. Um, And we've been here, what, now six months almost that we've been in this new world of the digital space all the time. And I really think we have either established new leaders through it because they've stepped up. And they've done things that other people just haven't. And we've we've lost some leaders because they haven't stepped up. And we've all created these new habits. Some of them more successful than others. I was talking <laughs> with the, I was talking with a business coach earlier. Is is with uh, Brendan Burchard's uh, team. And we were talking about the the Netflix and chill. I mean, a lot of people developed a Netflix and chill habit. And there's been a lot of Cheetos. And now there are some bigger pants being bought. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> I would be one of those. I got my COVID-19 on.
0: <laughs> but you know what, though? You didn't just Netflix and chill, though, because you're working on getting your doctor. So. I'm with you on the overwhelm. I've heard that a lot, a lot of people are dealing with overwhelm, but they're dealing with overwhelm. The people that I've talked to are dealing with overwhelm differently. And here's how they have become overwhelmed by the opportunities. There's so much to do. There's so much they could be doing. There's so much they want to be doing that they're just like beside themselves with how are they going to get it all? done, and it boggles my mind because these are the same people who are like, when are we going to get back to networking in person? (laughs) (laughs) I freed up eight hours a week.
1: Right. Oh, eight hours a week. You see, there, (laughs) there are the opportunities to create habits because when they're so, and it's not that there's so much opportunity, new opportunity. It's just that it's all coming to them at a quicker pace and they have more quiet in their life to see it. Mm. So now the habit that they have to create for outstanding success is prioritizing. Mm. You have to stay focused on what your goals and objectives, and most importantly, your why.
0: Yes.
1: Because your why drives you to get up in the morning when you don't feel like it. Your why drives you to stay in it when you feel like giving up. You have to prioritize, focus, and remember your why. Habits. Yeah. So do you,
0: when you have all of these opportunities in front of you to create some new habits... How do you incorporate your why to prioritize what things you're going to take on?
1: You mentioned Brenda (gasps) Bashart.
0: She's got the high performance planner, y'all. That's awesome.
1: In the book. Yeah. So I learned before COVID hit how to drive my life with intention. And with intention, it reminds you of your why. So I, yeah, I got all of them. I I went and got the whole set. I started out with one and loved it and just went and got the whole set. Yeah, It, It is, yeah, if you don't do anything but get the High Performance Planner book, because in that book, you have access to some free, you know, worksheets and things. I highly uh, recommend this and I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not an affiliate, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I want people to be successful. I want people to love their life and love who they are. and love what they do. You know, so that, I don't know. Are you familiar with the planner? I am.
0: I actually started with the planner, fell in love with the planner, went and got the book, read the book, I actually had my, my mastermind group that I was running read the book with me. And we would come back and we would take the questions at the end of each chapter and we would discuss in the mastermind group the question and, and how can we be better on each of these areas or what are the weak spots that we found in ourselves in those specific areas. And it was fabulous. We had such amazing conversations around it and okay. it just unlocks so much potential. We had a lady who was in our group who went out and now she has her yoga yoga certification. She's getting ready to be a yoga teacher because by doing that work, she discovered that there was more to life than working for somebody else. And she fell in love with her yoga practice that she was doing. And by going through that book together, realized that, this could be more than just something I do for me. This could be something I could do for others. And it's, it's just been beautiful to watch Isn't that develop. But yeah, the, the book, the planner, it's all amazing things. Um, for me, because I always have 150 million things going on, I, the one question about what are things that I need to keep in mind for later became really overwhelming Oh yeah, And it left me stuck. Like I ended up getting really stuck using the planner. So I haven't used the planner in a while and I have found relief not being held to that. But I do still follow a weekly daily intention. And I think that's a key thing. You talked about setting the intention and and we talked about setting the intention on on my last conversation too. So how do you figure out what your intention is going to be for the day?
1: That's pretty easy. My intention is to serve and to give. And I do that because it's the most rewarding. And it moves me forward with being a grace to God. Mm. So it's easy. That's so every day I get up. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Every day, every day I get up and, you know, I'm one of those people that wake up. I have the luxury of laying in bed. And thinking about, you know, what's my day going to be like, God? Mm. How am I going to serve today? How am I going to be a grace, a blessing, a testimony to you? You know, people are talking about Trump and Biden and Kamala. And, you know, and I'm like, I'm not really worried about it. I've got God. Yeah.
0: And that's so true. Like if we just tap in, if we just take two minutes to, to give gratitude for the things that we do have and to say, what do I get to do today? What's, what's today going to look like? And just be still and listen. It's amazing. It's amazing what comes through that.
1: It really is. Yeah. I did a podcast with, um, Janet Grillo. Yesterday, I interviewed her on my podcast. Do you know Janet Grillo? I don't. Janet Grillo's husband committed suicide, they think. And there was a huge craziness after that. The things that she found out was mind boggling. Mm. But she ended up writing a book, God Promised Me Wings to Fly There's Life After Suicide.
0: Yes. I've heard this book name before, but yeah, I must've met Janet then somewhere.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, she talks about God leading her and you know how she couldn't heal until she gave herself over to God. Mm -hmm. And so if you get the gift of waking up, be the gift of a testimony, mm. you know, and life is easy that way. And now that we have had, and I knew, you know, I was like, oh, people are gonna have to be quiet, they're gonna have to spend time with their kids and their mates. And oh boy, <laughs> and you know, I have a master's in life cert life coaching certification, but I normally coach just my business um, clients because they have that imbalance of business and family and love and life. Yeah. And um, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to be doing some coaching other than that now because people are like, hi, supposed to balance this you know I have to worry about feeding these folks but then I have to worry about dealing with these folks and being instrumental and being positive and you know I can't act a nut all the time when they're standing there looking at me like (laughs) hugging on my shirt mom 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 (laughs) yeah so well and it's it's even
0: more interesting now that kids are back to back to school but back to school isn't isn't back they're not out of the house they're still there you probably are sharing an office with your kid to make sure that they're signing into their classes and doing their classwork like they're supposed to and not goofing off somewhere else in the house when they're supposed to be in school and running your business uh, I'm glad I don't have kids I'm sorry for everybody <laughs> who does but
1: well, I, I, have really th- am. Th- I have three kids Whew. I have 14 grandchildren
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And I have five great-grandchildren.
0: Wow. You are not old enough to have great-grandkids. No.
1: My mom is 80 and active. I love it. She lives in Florida. So she is doing her business in between raindrops. Fortunately, she lives right in the middle of Florida. You know, she lives four or five hours north of Miami. One, one and a half hours from Tampa and Orlando so she actually is in the middle so every time something comes up the coast they just get a bunch of rain yeah. she lives in the she lives in the villages
0: nice nice my so. parents are in Florida as well they're in Deland, so they're about a half an hour inland from Daytona they're about an hour or so away from Orlando so they're kind of in the east coast side sandwiched but they generally don't get hit with a whole lot either, and this double hurricane thing that's going on—that's on the complete other side of the coast from them. They probably won't see much more than rain there either. But I'm glad that yeah. she is doing well and staying active because that's the thing, right? We go okay. So everybody that's that's listening to call that's working for for themselves or they're working for somebody else, we work, 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 work so that we can retire. So that we can do what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she retired. She retired from social, social security in her forties. And then she did real estate for like 30 years. Wow. And then she got introduced to the villages
0: uh-huh.
1: and picked everything up, borrowed $10,000 from the family and left and went to the villages. She took everything. She didn't even downsize. She sent a truck to, first she came, she went to the villages to stake her claim, to find herself a um, place to live. Then she came back and sent a truck with all of her things, all of them, <laughs> everything. It was a lot.
0: <laughs> Put her
1: car on a train. <laughs> and She got on the other part of the train and went to Florida. She just left because in the villages, weather permitting, three hundred and sixty five, three hundred and sixty six days a year. They sing and dance in the pavilions. And that's what she loves to do. So she went to party the rest of her life. There you go. That's what's up. But four years ago, she's she's always talked about this in my life. She's always talked about having a plant business. Always, because she grows Christmas with Christmas poinsettias all year. Ooh, that's how good she is. So that's amazing.
0: uh, That takes a lot of talent. She's
1: amazing. Yeah. Four years ago, she we I went down. I started her. I helped her start a business, and she has over seventy clients today. So she's working in between the raindrops, weeding people's gardens.
0: That's amazing. At eighty. Wow.
1: She's amazing. That is amazing.
0: Yeah, she really is. That's incredible. That's and incredible. she's
1: lived to see five generations. That's so cool. That is so life cool. Life is cool. Life is really cool. If people would not concentrate on the negativities and count their blessings and look at the real wonderful things that have happened in their life, yeah. their life would be much more happier. Yes. So do you Think have, have a tip that can help
0: them do that? Count their blessings and find the find the silver lining in the day?
1: Journal. Journal. Journal, gratitude journal. Okay. Rain journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's both of those. Uh Janet said that she that when she started journaling, she put Dear God, she put um what she put? Dear God at the top and Janet nice. at the bottom. Okay. And then just start writing. Nice. That's how she started journaling.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, one of my good friends, Karen, who was on the show really early on, um, she has a peace pages is what she calls it. And they're basically one pagers that ask four questions. What, what went wrong today? What was the one thing that was just, blech, you, you could have done with that. Right. Cause we all have that one, gripe, That one complaint. What are three things that you got to do today? What are three things you get to do tomorrow? What's something that you're thankful you have? Like, what are you blessed with? What's something you're blessed with? And um, who is somebody that you're thankful for? So I think it's five questions. And, And so it's really great because it takes nine, I guess the theory is it takes nine positive affirmations or positive actions to overcome one negative. So that's yes. why you start with the negative and you build all of the positive stuff underneath it. Cause by the time you get down to the bottom, cool. you're like, life is amazing. I'm so thankful. I love it. This is awesome. That doesn't even matter. Like,
1: <laughs> right. That is so cool. It's and new. it's called Peace Pages.
0: Peace Pages.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Yeah. Karen Perry, she's a life coach here in, in North Carolina. But Karen Perry, Karen. Um, if you go to a, a space for grace.life. Is her URL the space for grace that life? You can find those peace pages. Um, but that's a great way to either end your day or start your day. Uh, I usually end my day with them because then you do have the one gripe that you didn't get to do. Although <laughs> I will say it's harder to find the gripes now than it is to see. That's what happen. happens. Like that's it's happens. really hard to find something that's like oh, that kind of stuff today. But
1: yeah. yeah. It, All all the small things start getting smaller.
0: Yeah, they really do. They really do. If you were just getting started in your business, what's one thing that you wish somebody told you when you were starting out that you know now?
1: I wish someone had a VA training program.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, you did. You, you were the training program,
1: girl. Oh, yeah. I put yeah. 40 years of knowledge. I've, I've put 40 years of knowledge into what's going to be a huge training program. But yeah, because the training program starts with a mindset. Mm. And it goes through things like what's your why? And are you, you know, are you a an administrative assistant or are you a virtual assistant? Mm. And the difference is, Do you need someone else to manage you or can you manage yourself and others? So those are the things, uh, you know, along with the things that you need to know to become a virtual assistant. But a lot of it is relevant to basic business. So yeah, I wish someone had a virtual assistant program. Now I did a virtual assistant program probably about 20 years ago. Just, I'm, I'm a, As you can tell from all the degrees, I'm a learner. You're a little. You're I'm a, a learner and a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a learner and a teacher, and therefore, I took the program to make sure that I had all the bolts and nuts to it, and so it uh, it was instrumental. But there were some things left out, and for years, I was like, Ah, I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to do that. And COVID allowed me to do it. Beautiful. So
0: it's allowed you to even pivot inside of a virtual space already. It allowed you to find a new way to serve people and to help other people reach their goals.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, you know, we get our brightest ideas like out of nowhere in the shower, or three o'clock in the morning, you know, that type of things. I keep, I keep a writing pad next to my my bed because in the middle of the night y'all think of something and you don't want to forget it and it just keeps you awake all night because you're trying not to forget it when you wake up well if you keep a writing pad next to you here's another tip mm-hmm. keep a writing pad and next to you or there's alexa there's google there's siri and write it down or ask them to take a note so that you don't forget it but i had one of those aha moments and i said you know There's a lot of new startups right now. No idea how to keep their finances. So, my promo, my my website is Success with Fortitude. And in my promo, my current promotion page, you will see $25 a month. Mm. I will set up your QuickBooks. And run one account for twenty five dollars a month.
0: That's a deal. That's amazing, and that's super helpful. Twenty five bucks a month, shoot, guys! Like, <laughs> if you don't have twenty five dollars a month right now to invest in your business,
1: you're oh, you not need to talk to business. Terry. You need to talk to Terry.
0: <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, yes, that too. Um, but if you don't have $25 a month to invest in your business, you're not running a business, you're running a hobby.
1: Yeah. 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 But you you know, I did that so that this is one thing they can take off of their plate and have done professionally. Not have to worry about it and watch their business grow. They can learn to project. They can see the progress. They can learn how to put things in, take things out. They can learn what they're spending in the budget, you know, out of the budget every month. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of information in a financial document that many startups miss. Mm. It gives them some direction in their business.
0: Because just like the, the startups and the small business owners that, that we both have served, they're really good at what they do. They're amazing yeah. at the things that they yeah. do. That's why they do them, right? Yeah. But when it comes to managing the business, when it comes to managing the finances, when it comes to getting the word out so they can get more mouths in the door, because we all want to grow through word of mouth. Word of mouth is the best way to grow your business. It is. Absolutely. But you have to have a mouth to get word (laughs) of mouth. So how do you get them to come in, right? So we need... We need people to support us with those pieces. Me because Terry. You mentioned it too earlier that we, we as small business owners don't know what we don't know. And we don't know. We, we can't know it all. We can't know it all. It's not our job as a human being to know it all.
1: It right. is
0: our job as a human being to know who.
1: Yes. To and to ask. And to ask. That's a, that's a thing people don't know. That's a thing. Ask, 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 ask. Ask when you don't understand something. Ask when you don't know what to ask. Ask for help. People love to help. Love, love, love to help. Mm-hmm. I have had so many new barter relationships since COVID. It's wonderful. Yes. <laughs> I need a barter relationship with somebody who will
0: come clean my house. I don't want to clean my house anymore. I just want them to be able to clean it for me and know that it's clean and it's, and then we can focus on the other things that we want to focus on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's one of those excuses that are out the window now. I can't keep clean my house because I'm so busy running. I got errands and I got work and I got so. now you're home. (laughs) Well, so
0: my excuse has never been able to be that anyway, because I've been an entrepreneur now for you know, the better part of 10 years. And I worked from home for five of those 10. And, but my problem is, is being a female in business, if you are running a successful business, sometimes that successful business requires that you're working 12 or 14 hours today, which means you're not cooking dinner. You're, you're not cleaning up the dishes because you're at your computer. And it's okay to do that sometimes, not to do it all the time. But the last thing I want to do when I get away from my computer is go cook dinner. <laughs> I just, you know, or clean the dishes up from dinner. You know, I just want it done. So that way I can go and enjoy the rest of my life.
1: But. Well, I just changed our whole eating habits to keto. I've go. been doing keto. Keto on my own for for a while, and then I stopped, and then I started, and then I stopped. And this time, the whole family is a part of Keto, and so there is grocery lists, meal planning, prepping. And I find that with doing all of that ahead of time, that like I cooked dinner in 10 minutes last night.
0: Boom. 10
1: minutes. We had shrimp and bacon and salad, you know, 10 minutes. But then I do have an air fryer.
0: Yes. I love (laughs) our air fryer too. We got an air fryer last (laughs) year right around Thanksgiving, just just before Thanksgiving because I was having the family come for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, we need to do potato wedges with Thanksgiving. So we're going to need that air fryer to like put those things up. Oh my gosh. we love the air fryer. It's amazing. And we went vegetarian. So we're vegetarians and we've been vegetarian now for a year and a half almost. Um, last May we went vegetarian. I love it. It's cleared my skin up. My energy is much more even keel throughout the whole day. I don't have the like waves of like hormonal, like I don't feel hormonal imbalances. Mm. Um, I don't wear my heart on my sleeve quite as much as I used to. My yeah. skin is thickened up a little bit. Um, so I really just like, if you don't like me, that's fine. I don't like you much either. <laughs> you know, whereas before if somebody didn't like me, I took it very, very personally and like really it was affecting me. Now I'm like, meh, but I think going vegetarian really helped to even out my, Emotions, in the brain and my emotions, yeah. yeah, and and it does. It takes ten minutes to make dinner. Like, what do you feel like eating? It's in the freezer. Take it out, depress it. It's cooked. It's done.
1: <laughs> Isn't that wonderful?
0: It's wonderful. I don't yeah. know
1: who who made the air fryer, but they sure are rich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about time because I think time is something that, that is affecting a lot of people right now, either not having time or having too much time. When we're talking about those intentions that you mentioned earlier and setting your intentions and relating it back to your why, do you use that to help you guide your time
1: as well? I do because the only thing that's time sensitive Um, on my schedule is interviews, podcasts, those type of things, and my school assignments. Other than that, I can usually, if if a client gives me a a, uh, task to do, uh, my brain won't let me keep it on the calendar more than a day or so. So I can schedule it on my calendar. Schedule on my calendar. And the things that keep going to the next day, I prioritize them. Like, if if it's past two days, is it really important? Or can I put it on the back burner? Mm-hmm. So I clear space mentally and physically, emotionally and spiritually mm-hmm. by prioritizing. It's really important that we, you know, remember the wheel? I use the will for coaching sometimes, not very often, but I use the will for coaching. That will allows you to make that pie in different size slices True. so that you know what your priorities are. And I, ha- I do have a worksheet, well it was a few pages that people use to go through to actually teach themselves what is a priority, what are their values those type of things. And eventually that's going to be a part of the virtual assistant program because there's going to be three levels of that. The first level is like an introduction to yourself, introduction to VA, that type of stuff. Then the second level is going to include workbooks and books because I have a half a dozen, almost a dozen books. And they all center around business, business strategies, those type of goals. The the kahuna of the virtual assistant program has courses in it, Mm -hmm. has coaching in it, and it's all centered around your life, not just your business, but your life Mm -hmm. and making it cohesive and easy and enjoyable. Why live if it's not a happy life when you can have it?
0: Yeah, and and that's about as close to balance as any of us can get, right? If we can assimilate our goals, our plans for our business with our core values in our personal life, well, now you're, you're balanced. That's about as balanced as you're ever going to get, but you have to figure out what is, what is the most important from the core value standpoint.
1: And you have to stop separating them. Yeah. Because most people's business is just like another baby. Yeah. You have to intertwine that into your family. Now, I'm not saying that every task, every client, you have to talk about with your spouse or your significant other. And, you know, because you're mad about that over there in the business doesn't mean that you take that negative energy to your family. But a lot of times your family can help you in your business or give you ideas. You know, you need that person to bounce things off of. Now, oftentimes your family will appreciate, be more engaging, be more positive and supporting of your business. If you let them be a part of it. So stop separating it. They're not separate. You're not two different entities. And if you are, you need to stop being that also. True. Be a whole person. Yeah.
0: Really early on into life in North Carolina. So 14 plus years ago, um, we were, I was working for somebody, I was in school still, and we came across a uh, multi-level marketing company. And the guy who had recruited us into it was, it was really interesting. We've all heard the saying, it's not personal, it's just business. And we internalized that saying a bit at that point in time. And we thought, well that doesn't make sense because you're one person you're not two people and so if in the business world you are slippery and conniving and you're kind of a snake oil salesperson, well then you're probably that in your real life too because you can't be too unless you're a sociopath' you're, you're not <laughs> generally two people you're generally the same person and so it always kind of like bothered me when he said that and It never really made any sense and it still doesn't ring true. Like for me, business is personal um, (laughs) and personal is business. And, and there are things that you need to decide. There, there are some tough decisions that you need to make that aren't personal. Like you could totally love somebody, appreciate and respect everything that they do, but it's not a good fit for you in your business right now. Right. It's a business decision. Like you still love them. It's a business decision. Right. And now that I've been in business the time that I have, I get that it's not business, it's personal saying. But when I first heard it, I was like, So are you two people? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> and how many well, of us have heard that saying? Has anybody stopped yeah. thinking about that? You know?
1: Yeah. Well, the first time I heard it, I went, Nope, that's not right. I challenged the person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nope, that's not right. How do you say that? Yeah. When if, you, if you don't fall in love with your business, You're not going to have a successful business. Yeah. If you don't
0: love what you do, why are you doing it?
1: People like to make money. You can make money doing a whole bunch of other things. Why'd you choose that? Yeah. What part of your passion drove you towards doing that?
0: And if we can focus in on our passion, then we actually find our intention. too. It feels good. Yes. And it's fun. (laughs) You know, and we talk about this all the time in my group coaching class about making things fun and easy and nothing about your business should feel like you're walking through mud every day. If it feels like you're walking through mud every day, you're doing the wrong stuff and it's time to hire somebody for that and get the hell out of the way because that's just no fun. You shouldn't do the things in your business that make your knees hurt.
1: (laughs) Especially when there's someone who loves doing it. Right. Yeah. When I tell people I love to file, they go, ugh. You want to come file some papers for me, Terry?" (laughs) Filing is therapeutic for me. People don't understand. I need intellectual stimulation. So in filing, I get that. But there's nobody around. Mm -hmm. There's nothing moving. There's no sound. It's just me and my brain. Just sifting through alphabets, numbers, organization. Yeah. It's therapeutic. I love to file. There you go. Do you put music <laughs> on when you file? Nope. No? I rarely, I rarely use music for anything but to uh, motivate me to get through a workout. Oh, okay. Motiv- motivate me to get busy. I use I use uh, music when I feel like I'm procrastinating, mm. and I use things like um, beast mode and crazy stuff like that. But that's my thing. Like you have like a dance party going on? No, it's not really. It's it's it really is um, things telling you. Um, She's trying to pull
0: up a sample for us. I can see her looking.
1: Yeah. (laughs) There's a popular quote going around at the moment. The person you will be in five years is based on the books you read and the people you hang around with today. This is quite true, but it applies to everything else as well. The person you will be in the future is based on... Everything you do today, the people you hang around with, but more so the people you listen to, the opinions you believe, the books you read or the videos you watch, all the information you take. in
0: True. So true. um, We all as human beings are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. So if you're not where you thought you would be, if you're not where you want to be, if you're not, if you're not just what, what you thought was going to be what you are right now, look at the five people you're spending the most time with. <clears throat> this includes Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching on Netflix? If you're watching the Tiger Teamer or whatever the hell that show was that was going around a couple of months ago and you're not where you want to be in your sales or in your business or in your personal relationships, maybe shut Tiger Teamer on. <laughs> yeah.
1: You need to mastermind with with people like terry and uh wpn and terry Uh, yeah (laughs) i i I love uh women's prosperity network absolutely i'm a toastmaster i love toastmasters So yeah there are there are some other things to do in life and i'm always feeding myself and i'm always feeding others and that's
0: that's it's what's life uh we were talking about I've got an event coming up in September, September the 9th with the Davies Small Business Center called the Giving Circle. And I was, you did? Yay. Okay, cool. Good. It's starting to get out. Um, But I have an interview where I'm talking with Tara Olson and we're talking about mentors and mentorship and, and leaders and things like that. And, and one of the things that we're, we're going to be talking about is how do you give When you feel tapped out, how do you give when you feel tapped out?
1: That's when you give.
0: That's exactly when you give.
1: That's when you give.
0: Because it fills you up. It does. It fills your cup up in a different way so that you can continue to give
1: more to others. I taught my kids that coming up. We used to do soup kitchens and book drives and things like that. And when you're feeling down and you're feeling out and you feel like the world is the heaviest, go give. Mm -hmm. Do something for somebody else. Because you're going to find out that what you're going through is nothing compared to what other people are going through. Right. And then you'll be more grateful. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good, Terry. That's good. That's oh,
0: it's going to be such a good event. I'm <laughs> yes. so excited. It's going to be such a good event and we're talking all about like qualities of a good leader, qualities of a good mentor, what it means to be a mentor or what it means to be a mentee. Like how do you become? Because you can you can find good leaders and good mentors. I mean, we're talking to good leaders and good mentors right now. Right. But right. how do you become a good mentee so that you can get the most out of that relationship? And that's a good question too. And we're, we're going to talk about that at the giving circle as well. So it's a really good, I'm super stoked about the event in September. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I need to know about that. I need to put that on my calendar. Yes. There's and it's virtual information, yes. Of course. You know AJ Austin has a quiz out. Are you a are you a BFF? Are you a mentor or are you a coach? Mm. And you take her quiz to find out.
0: Okay.
1: AJ Austin, she's a she's a she does life coaching certification in a day. Ooh. And she acts That's an me, intense
0: day, I'll tell you what. It is.
1: It really is. (laughs) It is actually eight straight hours. And she asked me to be like a person that one of her coaches can question, can coach. Now, you know, I've been a coach since 2012. This happened this year, probably this year. And yeah, it was this year. And when the person coached me, and I've said this before on one of my podcasts, when the person coached me, she brought out something inside of me that I never thought about, ever, ever thought about. I've heard it for other people, but I never thought, and I swore her to secrecy permanently.
0: Aw, so we don't get to know about it. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> what you can know is the wall behind me before that coaching session was blank.
0: Hmm.
1: And that is the result of that coaching session.
0: Beautiful. So see, coaches need good coaches, y'all. Yes. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yes. That's why I hang on to WPN for life. Mm -hmm. I became a life member when I joined. It was no like monthly or whatever. I need y'all in my life for the rest of my life because Mm -hmm. you get some awesome coaching. I actually became a certified speaker. I don't know where that plaque is. Let me see. Let me see if I can show it. See the circle on the back? Yes, I do see the circle, yeah. That's my speaking certification that I got in March, May. I started, no, I started in January, got it in March. Yeah, that's my speaking certification. And everything on the other side, all of those plaques are my speaking plaques from Toastmasters.
0: Nice.
1: So, yeah, the other side is my degrees. But, yeah, I had all that stuff tucked away. I, You know, I thought, yeah, yeah, one day, I, you know, I'll put it up. I'll put it up and put it up. And after that coaching session, and I did, she gave me some homework to do. And I did that homework. And I said, uh, yeah, I need to put those up on the wall. Yeah, So, yeah, we all need coaching. Everyone needs coaching. And we need different types of coaching. Yeah. Like you do marketing. You know, you need that. I do business. I need that. I mean, and. What I will teach you, like, I'm not a marketing expert. Right? I will get you first level marketing and then point you over the there. <laughs> like, yeah, you need to go there. <laughs> so and y'all,
0: to- I'll talk about budgets and how much you should ought to be spending in your marketing, and that's as far as I go with the budget conversation, and I refer you to Terry, and she will take it from there to help you figure out how much should you be spending in your operations and your technology and your personal and business development and in,
1: in all of those things so that you can be successful. yeah one night I was up, and I was like, it was like ten. And I was going through something. On I'm always learning something. And I was like, oh yeah, I need to know that. So I started doing because I'm an Excel, Excel fanatic. <laughs> I, mean, I got all the certifications in Microsoft Office. I just needed to have them so that I could just go crazy. And I did this revenue target calculator, mm-hmm. and I made it so simple that I actually posted it on Facebook. Like, look, y'all, I did this and you can have it, just email me. You can have it. It's just so simple. And what you do is you plug in a number here or you plug in a number here and you get the results here. Of, You know, if you're doing a a service, if you're doing a product, if you're doing a course, you know, whatever, Mm. how much money you make, if you do these couple of different things to target your revenue, and you can just, you know, you can change it around. You can have two or three of these calendars, I mean, two or three of these calculators. It's just a spreadsheet. But it was so great. And I I got like about a little over a dozen people asking for it. So yes. yeah, it's on my website, um, Success with Fortitude. It's under like the to-dos or something like that, where I have little tips and tricks that I have video to put up on there. So everybody that's listening, <laughs> if you want to connect
0: with this totally awesome powerhouse, Terry Lynn, <laughs> thank you so much for being on this show today. i have so appreciated it. We've had great conversation, amazing inspiration. And if you want to connect with her, cause I know you do, you need to go to her website. Say that URL again.
1: Successwithfortitude.com
0: successwithfortitude.com. Terry Lynn, is there any other places that they can connect with you? Facebook,
1: LinkedIn, and Instagram at Coach Terry Lynn. That's T-S-N-T-O-M-E-R-R-I-L-Y-N-N. Coach Terry Lynn. Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And you can Google me, Terry Lynn Phillips, and get my phone number. Nice.
0: <laughs> and make sure you tune into the podcast. What's the name of the podcast?
1: Chaos. <laughs> and you can use my name, Terry Lynn Phillips, to find it. Yeah.
0: Nice. Tune into that podcast. I know she talks to some amazing people. I do. You really do. And and so you don't want to miss those conversations because they're always worth it. And so thank you. Thank you so much for the the tips. And really helping people to organize their intentions so that they, too, can find peace and they can reach their goals because we really have to set our intentions so that we can reach those goals. So thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, Honored. Thank you. I'm so glad you were here. <laughs> All right, y'all. Till next time. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you've enjoyed the show, help us share it by leaving us a review. Also, make sure to follow us at SpinFrogs, that's S-P-I-N-F-R-O-G-S, at Facebook and Instagram to be notified about our future episodes.